welcome to Let's Talk It All. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm Anvil. And uh, I am going to be trying something new today. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, no, no, uh-oh. Oh, no, 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 uh-oh. But I have a new radio voice I wanted to try oh, out. Oh, new radio my voice. My voice comes off very <laughs> high over these, uh, yeah, you know. Oh, it does. Well, thank you. Well, no, I mean. I didn't realize. We got some acoustic issues in the studio as well. Yeah, so. I didn't realize it was that bad. So, my new radio voice, we're going to be about your color going forward. And I want to see you do that voice for two hours. I'm going to try to do this voice for two hours. I'm going to watch the way you Because no one's going to say what you're saying, but that's okay. Well, I don't understand what I'm saying. I'm going to There we go. We understand. All right. There we go. Oh, what's new? Not watch? Um, just continue to watching the events unfold. This accordion we call a country just... You know, you and I uh, have different views on what's going on in this country right now. In some ways, what we attribute to, you know, I see the devil play the accordion when it comes to the United States of America right now. Just making, you know, he's using the leftist social sickos in the country to subvert the rest of the country. And that's Satan's evil plan. To remove God from everything in this country. What do you think? Um, I'm pretty sure Mr. Daniels made it clear that the devil plays a fiddle and not an accordion, but... In my version, (laughs) he plays an accordion, apparently. Does the polka. (laughs) You ever seen the polka movie, The Polka King? It's actually a real character, and I saw him play live when I was 12 years old. Okay, right down in Old Forge, Pennsylvania. Now, there's a movie made by Jack, it's a Jack Black, uh, and it's called The Polka King, if I remember correctly. And it's based on this guy. It's a true story. The whole thing's true. And you've got to watch it. It's on Netflix. So do not forget to see that movie, The Polka King. The Polka King. Yeah, it's a great movie. Okay. It really is. And Jack Black does a fantastic job. I'm, oh, I'm sure he does. i sure he does. And all true, folks. I was there. Yes. I met the man. All true. It'll be it'll be up for Oscars next year when no one's watching the show. Thank God. So yeah, the Oscars. Oscars were on this past week, and uh, nobody knew about them. No, well, I think they all knew about. It. They chose not to really give a rat's ass about it for the yeah. most part. Down and because of the left wing. Down double jobs. digits. Down double digits. Uh, from what I hear, it was a big, big uh, leftist propaganda show. They were bashing this and bashing that. And, as long as your speech basically bashed America, they were applauding it. And then uh, Gary Oldman got up. He won an award. Gary Oldman. I don't know if you know Gary Oldman. Is. Was he that little black guy that played on that TV show, Different Strokes? What you talking about, Jeffrey? Yeah, that one. No, it's not, it's not Gary Oldman. That was Gary Coleman. Oh. There's a difference. He's dead, though, isn't he? I believe the little bad. I think he is. Yeah. I think he is. Dana, the chick, the hot one. She's dead, too. Yeah. Her boyfriend murdered her. But that's She's definitely dead. Yeah. I mean, last time I heard, heard he was a security guard someplace, but... Who? Oh, to me, the... Uh, Willis? Yeah, Willis. Uh, Willis went to prison for murder. Oh, I thought he was a security guard someplace. Uh, no, he went to prison. He met manslaughter over drugs. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I don't get that big. Yeah. True story. So, Gary Oldman is an actor. He's <laughs> been in several movies. Uh, the first one that comes to mind, the quickest, is he played Commissioner Gordon in a few of the Batmans. Uh, he played... Uh, Zod, not Zod, Zod, in uh, the Fifth Element, he was the weapons. 
dealer. I've never seen that movie. Uh, we've seen the Polka King. Yes. But that's in the fifth element. That's right. You are just, thank God you're disguising your voice. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, he gave a speech, and his speech basically he thanked America for the opportunities, this, that, and everything else. And he got done with the speech, and you could have heard a pin drop. No one felt the need to apply. Because no they're all anti-American left-wing. Uh, yeah, so, so I guess uh, they probably deserve their double-digit dip in uh, dip in the ratings. So good for them. Um, other than that, there's our stuff going on, but we'll get that a little bit later in the show. I think we need to propel ourselves into the future. Into use your body. Well, actually, <laughs> propel ourselves into the the past because tonight we're going to look at. The Mothman. The Mothman. And Ingrid Cold. And who? Ingrid Cold. Ingrid Cold? Yeah. He was part of the story. Oh, that's, well, that's true. But he didn't play the Mothman. No, no. Ingrid Cold is another character. Oh, I thought it was, thought it was at the Askers. No. <laughs> you can hurt yourself. Right. No. You can hurt yourself. You're right. I got that. How long did I do that for? Five minutes. So I made it five minutes, folks. All right. I get a we'll, we'll star. work on that. I get a gold star. We'll work on that. Uh, no, Ingrid Cold was uh, a character that had shown up uh, before the Mothman did, actually. The year uh. before. And um, John Keel, who's the man who wrote the 1975, published the Mothman Prophecies. He's the one that was actually there uh, down in Point Pleasant when all this stuff was going on in 67. Mm -hmm. And uh, he actually got... It's actually portrayed in the movie, the Mothman Prophecies, where you know the actor uh, played him in the damn movie. Um, Richard Greer. Richard Greer is in the hotel room. He gets that phone call. Mm -hmm. You know, and he, he opens up the book and he turns all the lights. He goes, "Tell me what line is on page thirty-three of you know paragraph three. And as he's reading it, you know, Inger Cold's actually over the phone reading exactly. So, what you. All right, so Inger Cold was actually part of the story. Oh, okay, we'll get to that. I don't want to confuse everyone right off the bat, but he actually showed up before the Mothman showed up. But that's how that got connected into the movie. Um, so anyway, so the whole story um, revolves, okay, or the myth I say I want to say about the bridge, all right, revolves around the, the what was known as the Silver Bridge. Uh, the reason it was known as the Silver Bridge was it was actually painted uh, with aluminum paint, so it gave off this bright silver, silver paint. Right. It was built in 1928. Um, it wasn't really meant for the kind of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> that it had on it at the time. You gotta remember, it was Model T Fords out in 1928. Well, that's true. Yeah, that, this is what was going over the bridge. You know, that's what it was designed for. Um, it had a sister bridge, I believe, in Virginia. And when this happened, that bridge was immediately shut down. And it was never used again after that. Yeah. You know, because. Right. Yeah. Well. Um, so, well, what what do you know about the Mothman? We can, you know, I'll get into more of the details. Um. Just the bare basics. I mean, I, did, I pulled up some articles on it just to get a whole chance to get all the way through them. But basically, um, <clears throat> the creature showed up prior to the bridge actually collapsing. Yes. Um, and they felt that they, this the sighting of this creature heralded the disaster. And I guess it happened a couple other times that he showed up prior to disasters. Yes. Happening. Mm -hmm. There's a TNT factory uh, near the place. Chernobyl. Right. Uh, 
I don't know if it was, uh, I think the one in Japan, like uh, Fuki Fasha. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Yeah. Fukumama, whatever. You know, him and uh, Godzilla got together and were sighted. Fukumama. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Godzilla! In the muffin! You from Rome! Come here, boy! So, yeah, he's. Out of the creature really has been harmful per se, but he seems to herald bad things happening. Yes, uh, he is a, uh, I guess, a prophet of doom when he is sighted. Uh, give a little backdrop to all this. Uh, the Mothman has not fallen off the face of the planet. After the bridge disaster, I do not believe was there any reports of the Mothman after that. Uh, interesting fact, though, you, you know, Chernobyl, uh, the disaster in Japan with the nuclear reactor, he was sighted there. Um, and actually, there is an American city uh, that even as of July of last year, uh, the entire summer, there were 55 sightings in one city alone in America. You know where that is? I think Obama's from it. Scott? Yep. Well, 55 sightings, confirmed sightings. That's uh, a goddamn disaster every week. Yeah, so there's something. And so what I did, I started counting bridges. So. <laughs> Uh, I counted 21 bridges, and I'm sure there's a lot more I missed. There's rivers all through there. So, I don't know, maybe there's a bridge, you know, disaster coming in Chicago. Something bad's going to happen in Chicago. I mean, I mean, they have murders literally every day in Chicago uh, by gangs. I don't know if people know that or not, but there was actually a funeral, uh, was it a few days ago, for a gang member, and they showed up and shot a bunch of people at the funeral. Um, so. <laughs> well, that's the same thing now yeah. out in Chicago. Yeah. Is that the... Funerals are actually places now to continue the gang war because they know that's where people are going to show up. So it just continues at that point. They almost make it a crime scene before it even happens. So I think Chicago, you know, and I know we didn't want to stay from the gun thing tonight, but we've got to tie it in a little bit here. I really think Chicago is one of those cities at this point, and the amount of crime there is. And the, the police have obviously no control over the streets. I mean, that's just obvious. Uh, but this is a situation where I think you need to lock down the city, bring in the National Guard, go, you know, and this is where you got the kind of martial law. No, no, no. Knock down fucking doors, take out weapons, arrest people. See? I, I, I think I hit on this one of the weeks I was by myself doing solo work. And, uh, and I think we talked about yeah, we did Trump wanted to do this. Yeah, yeah. Not, maybe not to the degree that I'm suggesting, but probably not. But he wanted to, he wanted, he uh, wanted to bring the National Guard. He wanted to nationalize yeah, he wanted, guard, he wanted, send them in. He wanted machine guns on every and, corner, basically. Yeah. And everyone was up in arms, yeah. freaking out. Yep. And then a year later, the mayor of Chicago petitions the UN to come in yeah. Yeah. and do the same thing. Yeah. But he wants the UN to do it, yeah. which just... Makes no sense. You know. And he's and a left wing nut job. He worked for the Clintons. He's an idiot. You know, you know what I'm talking about. What's his name there? Um, ah, you know him. You know him. Heartbeat, you know the guy. He, he was big with the Clinton team uh, when Bill was in office, the uh, president of the United States. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't oh, think of that time, man. Oh, it's going to drive me nuts now. But yeah, he's a left wing nut job. He's far out there. He's like abortions up to the last, you know, like eight, <laughs> eight minutes before they're born type of type. You know, he's, he's that kind of sick son of a bitch. But but the upside to Chicago <laughs> is that they're at least being a little proactive, and there are there's a program in place now that the Chicago residents are doing 
and they are teaching children as young as 12 how to triage and medically stabilize gunshot wounds as young as 12. It's far out. Because of the over 4,000 some odd gun-related injuries last year, community leaders have decided that this is a good way to go about it, is to teach the youth of Chicago how to bandage gunshot wounds and other other things that are involved with that kind of combat. It doesn't make any sense to me because Chicago is a gun-free city. I don't, how can this obviously happen in a gun-free city? I mean, that's the law. Don't people follow the law? <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, how does that happen in a gun-free city? I, I don't get it. I just... <laughs> Don't understand. Yeah, well, and that's the, that's the argument that, you know, it's, although although it is reported to have the strictest gun laws, it doesn't. There are other states that have more strict gun laws, but Chicago's right up there at supposedly having some of the most strict gun laws. And, again, you know, the old saying is cliche-ish, cliche-ish as it is. Outlaw guns and only outlaws will have guns, and that's pretty much what they got going on in Chicago. These are these are drive-by shootings. These are gang members shooting gang members. These are innocent bystanders being robbed and killed and whatever. It's not, you know, it's not. I, I guess as long as they're shot going to or from school, it's okay. Good. Or if it's gang-related, it's okay, but. If it happens in the school, then we get all stuff <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's when, it, so, that's when it's an issue. So, yeah. um, I appreciate it. I appreciate everyone getting upset about the white kids being killed. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, apparently, we're not caring how much of the, the black kids get killed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, in Chicago, um, they're black, you know, and that's, you know, the lefties. You know, they, you know, they so, say they fight for the black man. Well, where's your fight now? You know, so, I, I got a problem with any kids being killed. Don't get me wrong, but it seems funny that... How we how we pick our outrage, and when it's when it's clear that our outrage is definitely shifted to one race, not another. Yep. We don't get outraged about that. Yep. But anyways, that's the Mothman, who is a whole different race. Yes. You know you know where the Mothman got his nickname. I want to say. I want to say reporter, and it was kind of loosely based on Batman. It, it did come from Batman. It was a, when it first the bean was first sighted. It was 1966, right? By two couples in the same car. Um, when they told their story, uh, the reporter, you know, was a Batman fan, and at the time, TV series Batman. Oh yeah, Batman. and uh, and uh, Mothman was one of the characters in the Batman TV series, and that's where I don't he, remember Mothman. Yep, and that's where he grabbed uh, the name from. And he's not Mothman. That's how the Mothman name got stuck onto the Mothman. There we go. Yeah. Um, I don't know. To witnesses, they didn't really describe it as a moth, you know. So I don't know how that really fit the character, you know, in, in real life. Uh, witness, you know, testimony anyway. But um, well, the big red eyes, the big wings. You see what you know. But yeah, in arms. I've seen the depictions. Yeah. It could be a moth. Like a giant freaking owl with me. Put a big flame on it. It's near it kills itself, but whatever. 
But um, so the first sighting uh, was a '66, and it was by uh, two couples two. in the same car. They were in a '57 Chevy. Was it two couples or one couple? No, two couples. Two couples in the same car. Uh, yeah, and they actually ended up married. Each couple, not to, not married. You know what I'm saying? I do. All right, not today's standard where the guy marries a guy. I mean, dude, oh okay, you know, yeah. oh back okay. This is, this, come on, this is back in the '60s, you know. Well, you know, uh, free love, baby. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, they were out on a cruise one night, traveling around, it was late, uh, one of the roads around uh, Point Pleasant, and uh, they saw, you know, something, you know, flying yeah. next to the car with big red eyes, scared the shit out of them, they tried to run it, they got up to 57 Chevy, and their claims up to over 100, over 100 miles an hour, and yeah. stayed with them, um, and they raced back to town, and contacted the sheriff or went to the police station and got with the sheriff and told what happened and they had reporters out there immediately and that's where the Mothman story began. But um, it's not just those two, I mean, all through 66 and uh, In 67, and 67, this thing was sight seen by dozens and dozens and dozens of uh, people, um, you know, and you know, these are, you gotta remember the times and where this is. You know, this is this, this itty, itty bitty town on the border of, you know, uh, West Virginia and Ohio. And the bridge actually went from West Point over to Ohio. That's it went into Ohio. Um, but they're both itty bitty little towns, you know. So it wasn't like this is a, you know, huge area and a very countryish. Even today, it's very countryish, hickish. Um, not not saying that people are dumb or anything like that, but, um, geez, it's hard Rustic. to explain. Rustic. You know, it's kind of like. Uh, uh, Friendsville here, you know what I'm saying? That kind of environment. You got one church, and everybody goes to it, and everybody yeah. knows everybody's Small business. Town, yeah, Mayberry. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Except Mayberry. for the TNT factory in the middle of town, but yeah, right, okay. right. kind of weapons munitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. you know, but yeah, but basically, you know, this this is the kind of people we're talking about. They're right. church-going people, as you would say, you know, and they're all they're embarrassed to talk about what they've seen or you oh, know, yeah. the, the different things that are happening. It's crazy. Uh, or running into this this Ingrid Cold character. You know, now in 66, there was a gentleman, and I do forgot his name, of course. Uh, he was driving home from work, and he saw what he calls a spaceship, a UFO, mm -hmm. uh, in the main highway. Well, I guess it would be 81 today. Uh, not 81. Right. Uh, sorry. Uh, totally different road. Right. Not 81. Uh, other side of the state. Uh, I can't remember whether it was 87 or some shit, whatever it was. But anyway, so, uh, and a man got out of the craft. Like a landing platform came down, and... This guy got out, and uh, he came over to talk to him. So he pulled his car over, and was over on the passenger side, and rolled down his passenger side window. And the man leaned in and started talking to him. He said he came from this this galaxy, uh, and I didn't write down the name of the galaxy. It started with a G. <laughs> Keel. Is that the name? Keel. Uh, no, it was really long. It was a really long galaxy mm -hmm. name. I probably couldn't even pronounce it correctly, to be honest with you. Uh, but he gave the name of the galaxy. Which is right outside the Milky Way, and he gave um, the name of the star, uh, which we don't have a name for, obviously, because we wouldn't call what they called it. Um, but uh, he, that's where he said he was from, and that uh, his civilization actually came originally from planet Earth, you know, like millions of years ago. Um, how he got, the humans got there and became what they are. Is, Beyond me, but uh, that's what this injured cold character had portrayed. Right. Uh, there's a picture of him, by the way. There's one picture, uh, which I'm going to email you and 
you can do your magic. You okay. can put it up on our Facebook page, or I can do the Facebook page, but you can put it up on our uh, web page. Um, he looks very Asian, you know, huh. like a very Asian look to him. Okay. Uh, but interesting, interesting. Um, some people call him the nickname as the Smiling Man. Now, there are these, these weird stories about a character all through uh, Kentucky and West Virginia and Virginia and uh, North Carolina and Georgia. Uh, a man called a smiling man, uh, kind of like you know, a Sasquatch, if you will, but he smiles and he's got a big grin, he never goes away. Um, but uh, I never got uh, the impression from what I read from the people who encountered Ingrid Cole that he was always smiling. I never saw any mm-hmm. uh, evidence of that, so I don't know how that got mixed up with folklore of the smiling man. But uh, anyway, uh, John Keel, who's the guy that actually was. You know, there for all the strange stuff going on uh, with the bridge collapse and the sightings of the Mothman. Uh, he was the major guy that you know did all the investigations. His book uh, that was published in 1975, The Mothman Prophecies, is what the movie from 1992 was based upon. Um, and uh, John Keel is played by Richard Gere in the movie. Um, they changed his name. It's not John Keel. It's John something. John Klein. Um, Mr. Klein or John Klein. Uh, but John Keel uh, did get a call from Ingrid Cold, and you see that in movies in the hotel room, and he shuts off all the lights, and he's talking on him on the phone to the, you know, the, this back, you know, those cell phones. Right. And uh, he's like, where's my watch? He took off his watch, put it in shoe under his bed, and over the phone, Ingrid Cold's telling him, like, John, it's in your shoe underneath the bed. You know, this little fun thing like that, but that really happened. That kind of exchange really happened uh, with John Keel and Ingrid Cole. Um, so there is some kind of connection with the Mothman. So we don't know uh, if Ingrid Cole is um, uh, like, I don't know, uh, like how a human has dog in the Mothman's the dog. I mean, you know, is there some kind of connection like that? Or is, uh, you know, Ingrid Cole's alter ego you know, Mr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, the Mothman, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, that possibility, or maybe it's just no connection at all between the Mothman. It's just a weird coincidence that, you know, Ingrid Cole's calling John Keel and when he's down there investigating the Mothman. Who knows? Could be. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a fascinating story. Um, but anyway, so what had happened with the bridge collapse is so all through these two years, people are seeing this Mothman character and Interesting happens, you see it in the movie actually, to portray it correctly, that when people got a close contact with the Mothman, um, their eyes would get bloodshot red. Like really, really red. Uh, and it wouldn't go away for like weeks. It wasn't like a normal mm-hmm. eye infection. It wasn't pink eye or anything like that. Right. Blood, bloodshot eyes. And this happened to multiple, multiple witnesses that, uh, that encountered uh, the Mothman. And uh, some people, their eye never healed. It actually is still red to this day. Uh, some of these people are still alive, obviously, um, yeah, which is fascinating. But when the bridge collapsed, uh, there was 46 people died. Uh, two of the bodies were never recovered. There was over 30 vehicles that went into the water. Um, it just it was a huge tragedy at the time. And it really focused at that time, for a short, brief time anyway, that the filling infrastructure of the United States and the of bridges. And you know what? Now, interesting story. I know someone who works on bridges, DLT. Mm-hmm. I know somebody who does this for a living, right? And we're sitting, this is three years ago last time we chatted, and we actually went to high school together. And we're sitting at the bar, and we're drinking, and he, he's filthy. He just got off a ship, you know, we're drinking it. 
Hey, it's Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, what? He goes, you know, every day <laughs> I sit and I drink, and I can't believe another day went by that no one died because a bridge collapsed right nice. here in New York. And I'm like, what? He goes, dude, you have no goddamn clue how bad the bridges are. <laughs> you would never drive over a bridge in New York State if you knew how bad they were. Trust me, man, you wouldn't do it. I mean, like, he was deadpan serious. And I got thinking back, there's some truth to this, because years before, before I bought the two four-wheelers I have now, I had a four-wheeler, and I used to unload down in Indicott, all right, and or up in J.C., and there's a long trail line. You go all the way to John City, all the way down to Indicott, yeah. and all the way back along the river. And I would go underneath the bridges. And there's the bridge in Endwell, you know, that uh, the bridge that goes over the overlap, uh, whatever, highway. It's not the J Jeff Johnson Highway, whatever yeah. the hell that is. Well, overpass. Okay, there's a creek. Part of that is over a creek. And I went underneath that dozens and dozens and dozens of times on my four-wheeler. And one day, it's a beautiful spring day, and I stopped, and I see two-by-fours, first two-by-fours on this metal bridge underneath in different spots. I'm like, what the hell are two-by-fours putting up there for? And I couldn't figure out what the hell you're doing. There was tracks, you know what I'm saying? It was Obviously, there was a construction crew at some point working on this bridge. And what they used to reinforce this steel bridge <laughs> that had, you know... 18 wheelers go over yeah. two, two by fours. fours. Two by fours, yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And that, you know, that conversation I had later with my buddy there, I'm like, my God, he wasn't making this shit up because I started remembering what I saw. I'm like, wow. So, yeah, far out. So, bridges aren't safe in America when it really boils down to. And apparently, especially not in New York. No. Uh, so, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> some truth to all that, you know, some truth to that. Now, um, you know, another interesting story I saw about the Mothman during that time frame, there was a, a young man who took his sister out to find the Mothman. He, and not to find it, he was out to prove it was somebody screwing around in a suit. Okay? He was deadpan serious to his sister. There's no way this is real, da la 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 And his sister's like, all right, whatever. So she went with him, and, you know, they had like a 64 Rambler or some mm -hmm. shit like that. And uh, they get up to where a lot of the sightings were. And, you know, he's just going on and on about not going to find anything. And then all of a sudden, something flies over the car and drops his shadow. And he's like, that's weird. And they come to a four-way and he stops. And, you know, she's looking ahead and she's not really paying attention to him. And he goes, there's something staring at you. Don't look right out your window. And he's deadpan. The very minute she thinks he's screwing with it. You know what I'm saying? And out of the corner of her eye, though, she can see it. Thing she sees with big red eyes, big red like eyes. ten feet from the car at the stop sign, mm -hmm. and he slowly turns his head to face it, and he's looking straight at it, and, and she does as well, and she says, "So, got it, got it, got it," and he just takes off like a bat out of hell because he really didn't expect to see anything, and you know, instantly his whole world of you know reality just came crashing down. His little box imploded, uh, his box reality version imploded. And this thing chased a car a couple times. It was on top of the car, on the roof. Um, at one point, uh, he actually got in the car and was throwing coal at it. You know, there was a lot of coal in the area. He picked up some coal and threw at it, and it finally flew off. Uh, but obviously convinced him, beyond a shadow of any reasonable doubt, that the, this thing was real, whatever it was. Uh, and they all had a very similar description. And the thing that strikes the most the big red eyes, you know, the, the piercing... Red eyes, they say they're almost uh, hypnotic. 
where you uh, you can't even do anything when you look into these eyes. It like paralyzes you with fear. Uh, the same kind of like the Sasquatch has on people on Wilson Ranch, apparently. Sasquatch, so, the Jersey Devil. Yeah, Jersey Devil, another one. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what are these things? You know, what are these these mothmen? Is it just one mass man? Is it hundred mothmen? Mothmen. Yeah. Is it? Uh, you know, you know Paramount State actually remember that TV series mm-hmm. they actually went down to Point Pleasant they took clip uh, the hell's the name of that great psychic uh, oh darn Chip. Chip 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 Coffee Chip Coffee yeah, Chip. he's a local boy is he really he is I'm alright no kidding he's a local boy he's the America. real deal I think um so you know more than I do apparently he's laughing <laughs> no I think he I think he is I just think when he's on television he gets very Dramatic. Oh yeah, he's acting for the TV. Yeah, and I guess that that kind of makes me a little nutsy. But that's the reason they I want him. I'm just saying that right. makes he me sells little, the show. That makes me a little nutsy. But yeah, he's, yeah, he's a real deal from what they say. So, but he's a local boy, uh, Elmira, hmm. which just you know, a couple stone throws away from us down the road. Yep. So, uh, so along with the Mothman, this creature. Um, and I thought you might hit on it, but maybe you didn't come across it in your research, per se. Um, there are also a lot of reports of UFO sightings. Yes. Well, and paranormal activity. Yes. There's actually a sighting. I was going to get to it. Oh, okay. That the action involved the UFO, the woman, and, and the mothman. But, yeah. but uh, you know, men in black. And yes. So these, black. the and I think um, John Keel refers to them as window areas, of areas where... This activity seems to happen, come and go, and happen more so than other places. So I just, you know, yeah, are they some kind of dimensional shift? Well, we, yeah. we've talked about, you know, is there a connection between Bigfoot and UFOs? Is there a connection, you know, those kind of things? So I don't know. Well, the, one of the stories is again, this woman's still alive today. She's much older now, but she was a young woman at the time, and she was driving. Oh God, pick up her kid relatives house out in the boonies this is point pleasant of course and this is before the bridge collapsed and she got to the house she got the baby in her arms she turned around and well actually when she first got there she saw what she thought was a craft you know in the craft lights and you know rolling around it up from the house a little bit and she told the family about it she's picking up the kid she walks out of the house she's got the kid making this short here and she glances over and the Mothman is standing there, you know, 15 feet away, big red eyes. She completely collapses on top of the baby, plants her face right into the ground. She hits the ground so hard uh, out of fear, out of whatever it may be. Uh, it does something to her. The physical effects are immense. Uh, they actually have to rush her to the hospital after the fact uh, to take her to the emergency room. Uh, and as she's collapsed on top of the kid. She thought for sure she killed her kid because her right. body was on top of it. Uh, but, you know, a very true story. And it still haunts her to this day. She says nightmares and everything about this creature. Uh, so a very traumatic uh, document well, I think because of the ER. Yeah, so, yeah, there are stories of uh, craft being seen. Uh, Edgar and Cold, another example, came out of a craft. Uh, you know, better black. You know, that's, that's a great thing. You kind of threw that out there. Is uh, there is again? We got to get this up on our, our web page. There's footage from 
Inside a hotel, uh, a man goes to a woman. The woman has a UFO sighting. True, this is an honest to God true story. And the footage is really clear. I mean, it's really good. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's paid a visit by two men in black. And you see them coming into the hotel and leaving the hotel. And it is freaky. And there's other witnesses who see these, these things, you know, come in. Uh, basically, uh, if people don't understand what the men in black are, uh, these entities, whatever they are, show up uh, when there's a UFO sighting. And for some reason, whoever these men in black are set by don't want people to talk about the particular UFO sighting. And this is all through UFO folklore, you know, going back easy 70, 80 years. No joke. I mean, it's that. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, it's crazy. It's actually nuts. Um, I never had an encounter with Man in Black. Never had anything like that. But I did have this happen. Um, I had a UFO study at Close Range with a friend, which I've mm -hmm. talked about many times before. And I was living in Enwell at the time. And I remember skipping school. I used to do it all the time. Stay home, blast music all day. Usually the Beatles or Paul McCartney or Rush or something. Sure. And a little Ozzy in there. But uh, one day I did that, and then we looked at the dead end road, last house on the left. There was a car parked out at the end of the road, right near the last house, right mm -hmm. at the end of the road, there's a car parked there. And it sat there all day until my parents get home, right before my father came, like 10 minutes before he was being home, that car left. And that was right, like, shortly after I had that sighting. True story. Now, I'm not saying it was a men in black. No, no, no. There was no reason for that car to sit there all day with nobody getting any out of it. Because I kept an eye on it. I'm like, that's kind of odd. You know, so right where the, the stereo was was in the main living room. Right. And the window was right there. So you could, it was draped so I could see out there. And I kind of watched it all day. Nobody got in. Nobody got out. Very, very odd. It was a nice car. It was a black car, too. It wasn't like green. It wasn't purple. It was an all-black car with black windows. Hmm. That's the main story. That's the yeah, No one knocked on the door. No one knocked on the door. The only time anyone knocked on the door, a bunch of the whole witnesses showed up. And uh, I got rid of him, and that's how I got rid of him. I said, well, he's like, do you know about Jehovah? I go, no, I don't know about Jehovah, but I know about aliens. And they're coming, and they're going to eat you, ladies. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna cook you up for dinner. And they're looking at me, and I was deadpan serious. I'm like, no, I saw it in my dreams. It came down, and they're like, older ladies for some reason. And I saw them bringing them out in a silver platter with big apples in their mouth. And a bunch of aliens sitting around a table getting ready to eat. And I actually did this, and they're actually um, trained easily. They're, you've just seen the looks on these people's faces, those three of them, three old ladies, right? They, they didn't know what to think. They didn't know what to say. They had no response other than, we'll be back. They never came back. True story. I believe it. That, 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 I believe it really happened. That, that, that was my Joel witness story. They and I dated up, Joel witness story. They showed up at my door and said, okay, and talked about Jehovah, and I said, I don't know, I talked about with your mama. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's about 35 minutes of the show. We're going to take a quick break to listen to Renee, sell her wares. And that's Renee. Renee is, Renee is our good friend, Renee. <laughs> Diversity Progress Network. We probably should have said that in the beginning. Really, yeah, we really should give them props ahead of time. Uh, Renee's got some business opportunities for folks that are looking to promote their business. And we're going to let her talk to you about them right now. So give a listen and we'll be back shortly. Hi, my name is Vin Gleason. I'm the Director of Marketing for Biz Exposure. And my name is Renee, and I'm the CEO of Diversity Broadcasting Network. And we have partnered up with Biz Exposure to help lift your business off the ground. With over 31.8 million views to date, you can get your ad seen instantly. 
Our digital signage technology can drastically change and improve the way your company interacts and communicates with your customers. This allows you to deliver a personalized and instantly updatable message when and where is most effective for you, all the while reducing your costs and increasing your revenue. Join the ranks of many other growing businesses. Building a synergy between our advertisers, our hosts, and our team of representatives and resellers is our biggest priority. Contact me at vin at bizexposure.com or call me personally, 315-209-5044. Partner with us. Our partnership with local business owners like you is the foundation of our business model. We extend opportunities and power local businesses. And we're back. And like I said, opportunities, you want to get your business name out there, Biz Expose is the way to go with it. You know, in a timeline. Timeline. Okay, if you had like a line, like... Like a line. line. Okay. And you make a long line. Mark time. Right. Mark time. And if you took a stop after you made that mark line, you could have a break and then unstop it. And you wouldn't lose your mark to put your mark stuff you want to put in your mark area. You could. I'm just you, throwing you that could. out there. Yeah. Um, but there's also a school of thought that says if you have multiple stops along that line, but at the first stop, you add something to that line that makes it longer, then the next stops down the road won't be at the same time. Hmm. Well, I guess I just understand time. It's a man-made concept. Well, That's why it doesn't you know, it's, sit well it's a linear me. thing. Because I'm just not from this area. Linear? You're not from, yeah, you're not from this area. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not from you're this area. You're not from this area. Yeah, Alpha Centera, sure. baby. Baby. <laughs> so, yeah, the Mothman, I think this is another one of those things that... Hey, like to see more about the Mothman. Well, I, I, I guess you can. Uh, there's not a lot out there. Um, there but there is, if you go on the YouTube, you can actually, uh, there's two researchers who did a lot of research into the Mothman studies in Chicago last year in 2017. Uh, so there's some very good information there. They have multiple videos out. Uh, they take you to the locations where the Mothman was sighted. Uh, in some cases, they actually talk to the witnesses. Um, and it was 55 reported. And that's the last count I got was 55, but now, anytime you have 55 or something, okay, a sighting of this or a sighting of that, mm -hmm. you always got to at least triple it. Because other people see stuff and they never say anything. Right. You know, same thing with a Sasquatch sighting. You got one sighting in there, you probably have 15. Um, same thing with a UFO. Right. You know, if 10 people report the UFO, I guarantee you a thousand people saw that UFO. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, that's how it is. Um, classic case of UFO sighting was a few years back right here in Binghamton, actually Jeff City. Um, a young man took that amazing video uh, of a dish-shaped craft in broad daylight, uh, and everybody and their brother said, you faked it. And the guy's like, why? Why would I fake it? You know, I'm <laughs> coming out of work. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I saw this thing, I took a picture of it, the video, and all of a sudden people, because it's so, it's so clear I had to fake it. You know, why, why would I, you know, want that kind of publicity and, you know, like, I'm going to get rich off of something like this. Why, why would anyone do that? Yeah. You know, the guy was dumbfounded. People thought, and you you would see, uh, because the news man, I think it's WNG actually, put the video up there in the stills, you know, and, oh, it's a drone. It, it's stupid stuff, you know, and oh. it, did, it, it did the dumbest stuff in the world you can see. You see, you know, well, the, these things, they're all drones. It's a, it's a, it's sure, it's real. It's a government project, a drone. Yeah, that doesn't explain why you, the exact object this guy got was caught 
and a still photograph in 1935 <laughs> in China. They had drones back then too, right? I mean, like, just, yeah. just the stupidest right. things that people come up to, to rationalize because, and I get it, and I understand why they do it, because once you accept the idea that these objects are real, and once you accept the idea that they're not from here, that kind of destroys the little box of reality that you live in. Everything that you grew up with, everything your belief system was based upon, just got shot to shit in a handbasket. It's all gone, right? Yeah. And that's the reason why people have such a hard time changing. And that's the, the, the thing about the human race. We're very slow to accept new ideas, very slow to accept change, because we don't want to let go of our core beliefs of you know what we believe that we were taught since we were kids is true. You know, um, it's devastating. Like, have you watched Patient Seventeen yet on Netflix? I'm not. Okay, you should watch it. I'm. I will try. All right, because this kind of relates to that just a little bit. You know, this guy has these experiences. There's actually physical evidence that's taken out of his body. Okay, and I'll make this. I'm going to ruin it for everybody right now. And you know, they run microscopic, you know, molecular, whatever, blah, 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 shit science that I don't know anything about. But basically, they have these machines where they can measure the isotopes of every single metal in this little tiny object that's like, this, like a quarter the size of my pinky. Okay. My pinky and fingernail, I should say. And there's all these elements in there. There's like 65 different elements. And what's cool about elements and the atomic structure of these elements, they can measure it with this machine. It is an atomic something. That's all I can remember. I'm sorry, folks. I should have wrote it down, I know. But these machines, okay, and these are national laboratories, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, they can tell uh, the isotopes and the atomic structure. And metals on Earth have a defined atomic structure. Mm -hmm. You know it came from Earth because this is the atomic structure. Couldn't have come from anywhere else. That's a fact. Scientific right. fact. This is the reason why. Okay, this object, not just from patient seventeen. He's the seventeenth patient they removed this thing from. Okay, but the stuff isn't from planet Earth. Sixty-five different elements. I mean, they're like Earth elements, but the isotopes and atomic structure are all wrong. No. They definitely were not manufactured here. Not and you, yeah, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Not terrestrial. Yeah, exactly. Origin. Yeah. yeah. So. This guy grew up Christian, right? Grew up a certain belief, you know. Mm -hmm. There's couldn't be any other life. Jesus was made here to create, sure. to save mankind. And now this guy's in like, well, holy shit! It didn't get there by itself. Someone put it in my body, okay? That obviously wasn't from here. So that means there's way more intelligent life than us in the universe. So where is that fucking Jesus at this point? You see what I'm saying? In this guy's mind. Mm -hmm. So his whole belief system is shot to shit. And that's what would happen, I think, to a lot of people. And this is why they have such a hard time accepting that we're not the king shit in the universe. But we're getting off the subject rule, I guess. But, and again, it goes to the Mothman, too. Once you accept that people are seeing something that cannot be explained, that does not fit in your boxed version of reality, you have a problem. Because your version of reality is no longer valid. Absolutely. And that causes a lot of turmoil for people. Sure. No, am I rambling? You do. Okay, it's all right. I'm rambling. So the Mothman, I mean, as you said, there's not a lot about, but there is out there a short, short, short film on the Mothman that actually took first place 
in the student short film category at the Snipe Film Festival last year. Um, what's the Snipe thing you're referring to? Ah, uh, just in <laughs> New York. Paranormal Expo and Film Festival. Ah, yes, that Meg, was Meg, Viola, Meg Viola and uh, two of her cohorts in college made an animated short about the Mothman. Very cute, very nice. I remember that. Uh, I actually posted it on our uh, YouTube page. So oh. if you want to see it, it's there. Yeah. Um, so take a look. She did a great job. Definitely well-deserving of her uh, first place award for it. Hmm, cute. It's cute. It's cute. Yeah. Huh. I don't know how factual it is, but it was cute. Might be. I, I remember seeing that film. That was one of the ones I actually watched because I was busy. You know, I was busy buying shit. Yeah, you could. Yeah. 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 I, I yeah. spent $1,000 You were busy supporting the local economy. Yeah, I, I, I spent like a grand that day. It, it was, did. It was, yeah, crazy. It was crazy. It was all right. They appreciated it. <laughs> yeah, they did. They appreciated it. Yeah, I'm a local hero. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are at that. You are at that. And I actually went down to the radio station to complain because they wouldn't... Uh, they wouldn't support the, the cause. Yeah, they weren't they weren't real I couldn't get in the building. Did I ever tell you that story? I banged in yeah, the door yeah. and the door was well, locked. Again, it's yeah. it's a local station, does a lot of uh, pre programmed stuff. Yeah, and that's there's nobody there. It's yeah, uh no there's there. nobody live there, people don't even listen to it. It's a fake anything that's recorded is fake. Anything that's recorded is fake. It's not fake. It's just don't have fake, a lot of staff. It's not fake. So, speaking of fake, we're on that topic. Um, actually, this is not fake. This is something that's very real. And I would like to give a huge, huge, huge shout-out to Griffin McCuller. M-C-C-U-L-L-A-R. Griffin McCuller. Griffin McCuller was, was, I says the word was, an employee at Dick's Sporting Goods. I don't think he was employed at the local one, but he was employed for Dick's. A uh, 20-year-old gentleman who stood up for what he believed. He put skin in the game. He resigned his position at Dick's. He liked it. He was making decent money. He liked his co-workers. He liked working for the company. And then Dick's Sporting Goods, as a corporate entity, said, we're not going to sell guns to anyone under 21 and they also went as far as to self-impose their ban on themselves for assault style weapons and uh scary word again griffin griffin said uh i like you guys but i can't work for you 20 year old god bless you griffin you got you got my 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 respect and, uh, yeah, actually great. And uh, I actually told you uh, before the show that I actually lost a longtime friend who's a store manager for Dick's. <laughs> you said that. Because I, I'm boycotting Dick's, and I, I put our little video that you took the time to put together about the, the Second Amendment. Up because on you're his, wrong? Yes, because, because you're wrong. Because you're wrong video? Yeah, and I put it up on his Facebook page. He did not appreciate that. He deleted me. Uh, and it's too bad. Um, I, 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 it sucks. I, you know, I thought he was, you know, his name's Craig, I'm not saying his last name, his name's Craig, he's a store manager for uh, Dick's, uh, not the local one, I think he's up in Syracuse now, but he was a manager at Sam's Club when I was there. Uh, Craig, I guess now's a good time to tell you, um, I banged your girlfriend, so, uh, <laughs> at the time, so I, uh, I <laughs> true story, <laughs> um, so, sorry about that, uh, I guess our friendship was over then, uh, 
I probably should have told you about that, but uh, you're hearing about it now, buddy. Oh, my and, um, God. Yeah. And, oh, the funny thing is she never actually slept with him. So mm-hmm. I slept with the girl you wanted to sleep with. You dated her, and she blew off. Um, but I did sleep with her, and it was fantastic. It was up in class. Um, so, yeah, Griffin, God bless you, buddy. Um, if you if you were a local Griffin, I would get you into the casino if you wanted as quick as that because you seem intelligent. You seemed you seem to be someone that knows what they want to do, what they want. I'd hook you up at the casino if I could, but you weren't local. But if you want to come to the Bington area, I will hook you up at Tally Downs Casino with a job as a dealer. There you I go. can do that for you. I can do that for you because I carry that kind of weight. I can hook you up with a hooker. That's I'm good for that. I'll get you that. There you go. We're good on both ends. I got him working right on the street. Oh, yeah. Right, right here. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right on the street. <laughs> Little street workers. So, oh, so this week has been a lot of things going on. This is um, a great show. This is one of the best is, shows we've done in a long this time. This is a great show. I just don't know if people just don't. I gotta think we got at least as many people listening to us as watch the Oscars this year. So oh, we're good. Yeah, we're doing we're good. good. Um, so just when you thought the nuttiness couldn't get any nuttier, it does. It does. It's not amounts. It's not enjoy. That's for sure. Um, apparently, apparently, there was a community where. 49 of that community members died in World War One. World War One, Going back 1918. The Doughboys. The Doughboys. Yeah. Not Pillsbury either. No. And they built a monument to these gentlemen, these 49 soldiers that died. And it is a giant, they call it a peace cross. Because the, the thought was, you know, this is... You know, they want peace, and this is a way to honor these gentlemen by this peace cross. And they built this cross, and it's pretty big from my understanding. It's a, it's a decent-sized monument. And it's been been around for a long time. It isn't like they just built this thing. This has been, keep in mind, these gentlemen died back in last century. When you think about it, 1919, yep. 19, 19, yep. Um... And after all this time, all all this time, uh, apparently this this peace cross is offensive, and the fourth. Oh, that's something different. Uh, they have petitioned and sued for the cross to be taken down because it is offensive. Because not all soldiers are Christians. And they feel that the cross excludes the other religious denominations that might have been soldiers. And this is being pushed by the atheists of all You would think you would think maybe the Muslims are pushing it. Maybe possibly the Jews are pushing it. This is the atheists. You don't believe in God anyways. Yeah, they believe in their egos. So they find it offensive to other atheist soldiers that have died. Um, I guess one of my big problems is I'm pretty sure 19, 
There weren't a lot of atheists in foxholes, shall we say. There weren't a lot of Hindu people. In fact, that was, that was pretty much, that was a saying. There are no atheists in foxholes. Yep. And they say that because Everyone in combat, prays. Someone, you're praying. You're praying. You're not to say, no, okay. <laughs> There's no God out to pray. I'm looking for the unicorn to save my ass. <laughs> no. There are no atheists in foxholes. And I think, I think someone should present that argument to the local judge. The no atheists in foxholes defense. Um, and I don't think they're gonna. I I doubt even if they're told to take down they're gonna destroy it. They'll probably move it someplace. I. Uh, um, but the fact that they can do that is crazy. I don't and think it's gonna happen. I think the judges. I, well, I you you I say think, that you say that you way. say that, but you never you never effing know. Well, and the, the reason I because the confident. fourth the fourth circuit court just ruled that assault style weapons. Do not fall under the protection of the Second Amendment. Fourth Circuit Court. Well, it will. I'm just saying. But the reason I, I'm confident is because it, the argument can strongly be made that uh, none of these men that died were the ones, or their families, are the ones actually protesting uh, the monument in their names. And I think that's where the argument is going to win on its own merit. Uh, I'm actually not concerned about but this one. I know where you're... It's I out there. Know. It's out there. It is dangerous because if I'm wrong... If it's I'm out there where people can see it. Right. I'm, if I'm, and they're forced right that listen, cross. Listen, listen. If I'm wrong and you are correct and it does you know, go against them... I don't then, want to be correct. Let's make no, that clear. But, I don't want to be correct. But like you were saying, though, all the national you know, war monuments we have and the, the graves that we have, the different you know, and that's the battlefields... Answer. Uh, Gettysburg, wherever it may be, the, the Manassas, all these different battlefields, all these crosses. Guess what? They gotta go. And that's a concern. Yeah, that, that's a huge concern. That that this will this will have ripple effects, and there'll be a push all of a sudden to eliminate. And I'll explain why this is important in case you don't know. Eliminate all the crosses at the National Cemetery in Arlington. And I'm gonna fight back because right. because. That's how the stone, that's the markers, or crosses. Right. And I'm going to fight back, though. What I'm going to do, and mark my words, but you're my witness, you know, I'm pretty crazy when I say I'm going to do that. I will put crosses all around my house. I mean, on the house, I'm going to light them up, you know, and uh, that is going to be my protest. Just don't set them on fire. No, I'm not set on fire. No, <laughs> I actually, my, uh, my my neighbors right next to are very nice people. Uh, they're uh, half of them are African-American, the other half are white. You know, it's a mixed couple, very nice people, nice people in the world. Um, but uh, no, nothing like that. But I'm definitely lighting up um, crosses, not fire, but like Christmas lights and shit around my house. Uh, and then and form my own protest. You know, I will have a cross and I will I will display it proudly. And uh, they, can, they can suck my balls! But this, so, this yeah. kind of thing's going on there. And uh, I'm going to get the... Thank you. Yes. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Jesus is popular. But we see this going on every day. That things are being removed. They're they're. What is it about? Like, they're Merry taking Christmas down. And shit, you're saying something. Well, we'll get to that. Or, but there's the removal of of flags from cemeteries because it's offensive to whatever. It just just this whole thing that all of a sudden all these things are offensive. I just I can understand. You can't offend anybody. Is what I. Everyone's gonna offended by something. 
I you know, but it's all right for it's right for these punks to walk down the street with their asses hanging out of their pants. I find that offensive, but it's nothing against the law even though they're half naked in the middle of the street. You see what I'm saying? I mean, like, I, no, Jeff, I get it. Legit, Jeff, there's legitimate stuff people should be offended by, and then there's this, you know, pansy left wing communist idea shit, and I just don't get. It. I don't understand them. I just don't. You know, and you know, Joseph McCarthy. You remember the McCarthy? Well, you don't remember. You weren't alive, and neither was I. But the McCarthy trials. You know, and you went after everybody that even might be considered a communist. And you went too far. But I think we kind of need that today. We need another version of that. You know, <laughs> nice purge. You know, maybe we can reincarnate. Nice purge of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the purge. You know, yeah. you know the, and yeah. even in the schools, like the, the stories. My my fourteen year old kid is telling me about this left wing nut job teachers and their beliefs and the crazy shit they have to talk about in school. I mean, it's obvious. It's obvious the push is there. To brainwash these kids into left-wing propagandist. I mean, it's and a kid is smart enough that like he fights back with teachers as great or something. I think because of it, because he, you know, he's a Mark Dice fan. You ever watch Mark Dice on YouTube? You'll laugh your ass off. This guy is as far right-wing as you can get. He's hilarious. Uh, but uh, it, you know, I don't know. There's something wrong in this country. I think it's a shot time. We need a shot. What do you think it's shot time? Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. So right. tonight, tonight, the shot tonight is. Dr. McGillicuddy's cherry flavored liqueur. That sounds very good. It does. They butterscotch last one. That was very good. That was very good. That's how you this this looks like you're drinking the blood of your enemies from their skulls. And this because we have our skull glasses, that'll be up on the web. This would be baby killing leftist for me. Oh my god. Here we go. Here's a swimming with bone-legged women. Women. I don't know if it's good as butter scotch, but I liked it. It's alright, it's got that cherry. I could definitely do that again. It's got that artificial cherry flavor, but it's good. Mm. I liked it much the, better than the regular uh, Dr. McGillicuddy. Well, yeah. yeah. This is much better. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's very good. So, along those lines, we're talking about crazy people doing crazy things, and uh, uh, colleges are, are, are unfortunately where we send our young to learn, but I'm, I'm scared of what they're learning. I mean, it was bad enough. In the 60s and 70s when they really started to push the socialist agenda and leftist agenda and things getting crazy. Uh, but apparently now there is a college, and I can't remember off the time I which college it was, but it's, this college is spearheading it, but it's working through its librarian association. So this is the keepers of the books, keepers of the records. Keeper of the records. And uh, there's a push to eliminate phrases on campus, such as when you sneeze, when you say God, don't say God bless you when you sneeze, or Merry Christmas, or anything that has anything to do with Christianity, because you are being an Islamophobe by doing that. And you are you are exhibiting Microaggressions. What what is that other phrase they use when they instead of saying God bless you? Uh it's a, it's a German word, right? Uh It's German. Yeah, I believe it is. Okay. But here's a funny story about this. Um, I'm not gonna say how I know this person, because uh, they listen to my show once in a while. Um but I work with somebody who sneezes a lot. Oh, damn it. I just said I work with somebody. You did. Anyway, uh, 
I better stop that story. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, so can you imagine which, which road that was going down? Yeah. With the it wasn't bad, but I'm it like, eh, it, yeah, you probably wouldn't be appreciative so, if I was making a joke out of something, so they're going to do it. So we've got college librarians who want to eliminate any reference to Christ, Christianity, or God because it might be viewed as Islamophobic and microaggressions. I think last week we talked about uh, the university that was eliminating the eliminating he and she pronouns from the writing <laughs> curriculum because that would that would be offensive to the it's. the the non it's. non uh, non binary sect and uh, it it was not the term that they wanted to use. It was something else. Um, I've, I've got concerns about college more so. I, I, I long for the days of free love and smoking pot. I wish that they'd go back to those days. What happened to Leave it to Beaver and Newberry and shit? I mean, you know, what, what happened to Andy Griffin? And what, 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 what has gone on in this damn country? You know, uh, I, I, I'm going to blame Three's Company, the TV show. I think they started this wave. <laughs> oh, no, I think they had that idea. I think they knew what was going on. That was... Well, see, I, I would guarantee you, that would be, Three's Company would be an offensive show right now. I don't know. There was a oh, guy living with two women. Oh, no. Very free love. No, it wasn't. Because the male roommate pretended to be homosexual. That's right, John Ritter was. And he right. he oh, yeah. he played up all the stereotypes yeah. in being homosexual so they could fool Mr. Farley, yeah. who was Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Yeah. In the, oh, no. Yeah, it was Don Knotts. Mr. Farley, then it was Mr. Roper later. Mr. Roper, yeah. Yeah. Because um, that's the only way that they would let him live with two women. Yeah. You're is right. if he was homosexual. So, yeah. And... Boy, all the all the all the gay fag bashing jokes were out with that show, weren't they? And we all laughed. It was all it was all funny games. It was funny. Oh, it was funny. Yeah. John Ritter, Limp Wrist, <laughs> Lisp, the whole nine yards. You know, uh, I was, that that show that show would have been jerked off the air in a heartbeat today. You're it right. wouldn't have gotten past yeah. the pilot. Yeah, it wouldn't have gotten past the pilot. Oh, shit. Well, what about Booze and Buddies? That's the other women. Oh, yeah, transgender, yeah. cross-dressing. Frickin' Tom Hanks is in that. I forgot. Yeah, Tom Hanks is the oh, well. main character. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Come on now. Oh. No, it's it's all right. Yeah. Again, me too. It's all right if we get our career built that way. But, yeah. well, and that's, let's let's take a look. Let's get back to the Oscars. Let's, we're giving the Oscars more airtime than they actually got. Jimmy Kimmel was the host. I used to like him. And he, he just went off on the whole... You know, respecting women, blah, 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 blah. Does anyone remember how Jimmy Kimmel... Wait, didn't he have a show with women that would bounce on a trampoline at the end the of the show? The man show. Yeah, that, the man well, show. The, yeah. the man show. The man show, which was just him and uh, him and Adam... Adam, uh, not Sandler. Adam, uh, I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, I, I'm not even sure if objectify is the right term. I don't think it's a strong enough term. Um... Big boob girls on trampolines, Please. jumping up and down, yeah. um, having them do weird stuff. Uh, 
uh, I don't know if this was the man show or was this was his first frame in late night television where he was doing the man on the street kind of thing and uh, would go up to women and ask them really sexist questions or ask them to do very inappropriate things. Uh, I know the one video clip I saw was uh, walk up to women and say, you know, for 20 bucks, if you can guess what I've got in my pocket. <laughs> You know, and they could touch the outside of his pocket to see if they could figure it out. You know, and then and then all of a sudden now he's he's the crusader for women's rights. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, as long as he got my career going, I'm good with it. But yeah. now, oh, me too, yeah, me, me too, me too, me too. Me too. Yeah. Producers made me do that. I really didn't want to do that. I really didn't want to go on the street and have have really attractive women grope my crotch for twenty bucks to figure out what <laughs> I got in there. Okay, whatever, Jimmy. You're so full of shit. You know. Bring back Jackie Carson or Jackie yeah, Johnny Carson. <laughs> Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. Jackie Chan. Though, I don't know. Johnny Carson. At least, you know, at least when he made a joke and got in trouble for it, it was funny. <laughs> Do you remember that when he got in trouble? I don't remember getting in trouble. You remember that? I was very young. When oh yeah. Carson's on TV. I remember watching it, but he, I was young. You know. If I remember the story right, and this maybe this was an urban legend, but woman in the audience. And this was the head live audiences. And they, you know, they do the banter back and forth sometimes. And uh, she had brought her cat and asked Johnny Carson to kiss her pussy. <laughs> and his reply was, well, move your cat and I will. <laughs> and I guess that got, got him all kinds, of, all kinds of trouble for that. So I don't know if that was said on the air or if it was part of the, the pre-show monologue lineup or whatever. I don't know. That may be an urban legend, but I, I remember hearing that story one time about him and how they changed how they did things going forward from that point. But, um, yeah, I, again, we just, we just are so hypocritical and just, we're just a banner in the wind. Whatever way the wind's blowing, that's where we're going. It's all about, uh, you know, this right or that right or this being offensive, that being offensive, and that's where we're going. This yeah, there's there's you know, no uh, there's no pillars to our society anymore. Transgenders yeah. just won their first major court battle. Um, okay. They are now listed as, you know, you cannot discriminate based on transgender. Um, it's classified under the sexual orientation part of the you know ADA, not ADA, but the EEO equal. I was even a resource manager. I don't think I could do it today. No, you probably couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Today. You definitely couldn't. Not anymore. Uh, what else is going on? So, uh, along with that, and what I find interesting, is uh, more more crap coming out of Broward County, Florida. And this is where the shooting was. This is where Sheriff Israel has all the issues with him and the whole nine yards. And... Uh, this story came out uh, early the week, and uh, come to find out that uh, Scott Israel uh, had one of his deputies do a concealed carry class for the community, hmm. which seems nice. This guy, yeah. they, they they taunt him as being anti-gun, and the, but he's doing a concealed carry class for the community. Um, Unfortunately, the concealed carry class was held at the local mosque, <laughs> and it was only for the mosque patrons. Ah, nice. Um, and uh, one of his deputies, I guess, 
I don't know if he was a mosque patron or just new people at the mosque, but uh, one of his one of his deputies gave the class, um, and uh, this was so that the uh, so that the mosque goers knew their rights and knew you know if they wanted to get a carry concealed they could and they got the class and things uh, things like that and. Uh, One of the quotes is, you are able to conceal, you are able to conceal in the state, it's your Second Amendment right. So, I want to go over some things with you regards to the right to return fire, because it's important that we all know our rights, and that is what my job is, to make sure you know your rights. Really. Really. And I got no problem if they're a citizen, but to... I don't know. I, I'm not even sure how to respond to some of this stuff. How do you get a sheriff that is 99% of the time anti-gun, anti-carry concealed, unless it's a local mosque? Uh, he's part of the Army of Satan. Well, that's how I look at it. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. Um, on a bright, bright side, uh, they... Found. What did they find this week, Chuck? Oh, uh, the USS uh, Lexington. USS Lexington. Um, CV two. CV two. That tells you how how new that ship was back in nineteen forty one. Forty forty. Yeah, forty nineteen forty. Running forty one. Uh, it was one of the few that survived Pearl Harbor because it wasn't in Pearl Harbor. It wasn't in Pearl Harbor. Um, but it. Did get taken out at sea, went down, and uh, billionaire Paul Allen, Allen, Paul oh, Allen, Apple was it, or Microsoft? Allen. Part of Microsoft. He was half owner of Microsoft. I think it's Microsoft. Yeah. Um, found the USS Lexington, and uh, they had photos and remarkably good shape. I mean, yeah. there's some I saw the there's some barnacles growing, but yeah. overall, remarkably good shape, and. Uh, just a huge, I mean, it's World War II, it's a huge deal, but it's been lost for a long time. 70, 70 plus, plus years. years. Yeah. You know, uh, it was a key, it was a key ship in a lot of the South Pacific battles. Uh, that, the Enterprise, the Hornet, um, you know, when our, when our majority of our fleet was devastated, those, those few aircraft carriers kept us in the game and kept yep. us safe. Yep. Huge, huge deal. So, um, what else going on you? Going on in your world? Things you picked up on this week? Uh, what I picked up on this week is my fourth-year-old fucking off in school. Uh, he's in all honors classes, but he's just pissing his uh, opportunities away. Uh, but that's a boring subject. Talk about that. Uh, I was able to repair the four-wheeler that he launched that was brand new, two weeks old, off an embankment into the trees to Grandma's house to go. I was able to repair that, get the tire back on the original rim, uh, fix the handlebars and everything else. So that's back together. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I just, uh, well, you got uh, what's going on in Korea now. Uh, you've got uh, the leader of North Korea is going to South Korea to meet for a, a peace summit. Uh, and he has said, and I quote, that uh, 
with certain security guarantees, they are willing to uh, get rid of their uh, nuclear armament, which is a huge. If it's true, if it's if true, he, if he's not taking everyone's dick around if again, it's true. Uh, it's a huge, uh, huge deal. Um, I think the sanctions um, are really are working. Uh, I think they really are fighting. I think as people are starving, and it's obvious. You look at the photograph or the videos coming out of North Korea, and the soldiers—they're all thinner than shit. You know, they went to a Cuban sticks walking around. Nobody's eating. You know, yeah. only one eating is that fat bastard. Oh, yeah. you know, even her sister looks fucking thin, and she's pregnant. You know, she ain't eating shit. You know, she's—he's pushing her out of the fucking way. Can you get her fucking food too? You know, even his wife fucking skinny as shit. He doesn't let her eat as well. He's like, fuck, my food. Get the fuck out. You know, so uh, he's eating all the fucking food and everyone else starving, but he realizes that that can't happen, keep going on, you know, and eventually all the little skinny people are going to get the shit out of him. So uh, <laughs> there's some movement uh, towards uh, some kind of uh, resolving of this uh, standoff that's been going on for quite some time. Um, and the Chinese are loving this because it, the way it's working almost looks like you know, the United States is uh, they're trying to weaken the alliance between the South and the United States. So I don't think they're weakening enough, but in China's eye, the more uh, off keeper we are, the better off for their own security. Um, and the Chinese leader uh, just abolished term limits for president. I don't know if he knew that. That happened last week. Um, so now he can be president as long as he wants. Uh, dictatorship. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you've ever seen this guy. This is like the biggest fucking China man I've ever seen. He's as big as Trump. I mean, he's a big China dude. Trump's not a small guy. Yeah, he, no, he's a Chinese, not a little China guy. He's a big guy, you know. Uh, a little Chinese dick there. This guy's a big dude. Um, so, I have a funny feeling about this guy. He's very, I mean, this guy's a hardcore communist, like, to the party, you know, to the party, to the party, to the party. Very hardcore communist, and he's going to control China for many years to come, I think. Uh, well... Mm. Kind of like the way Joseph Stalin handled the Russia. This is or so the Soviet Union. This is how this guy. Uh, I foresee this guy is very hardcore, uh, much different than the Chinese leaders before him. Or Confucius say my ass. This guy is hardcore. Or he could be a reformer that feels he wants to get the job done. Uh, no, he's not a reformer. This guy is not a reformer. Oh no, he is a party elitist to the core. He's party to party to party. He's hardcore Chinese communist. No, 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 no. no. No, no, no. Taiwan must be retaken. That type, no. <laughs> although, so, although President Trump thought it was a decent idea. What? Eliminating term limits. Oh, you missed all this? Oh, and he had mentioned... Oh, oh you yeah, missed all this? No, I didn't miss we're, it. I didn't we're Don, it yeah. Don yeah. said, hey, this may have been a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. 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 Seek out! Lost her freaking mind as he did. Seek out! I think sometimes he just says things just to get him just going. To he knew what he was doing. Put him on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Doing. There's no way Trump Again, was a 40 year People think slip. he's stupid? Yeah. He he knows what he's doing he's every sitting time. Back. He's in his bed right just now at night with a just peanut laughing. and some chocolate and laughing his freaking asses off. Yeah. Look, at, look at CNN! Look at Quote, Chris Cuomo's head's about to explode, Lonnie. Look. <laughs> so, other stories, a couple other stories came up, and uh, I think they are of interest to me. They were interest to me. Um, France is kicking around, I think I mentioned this to start, kicking around 
Uh, returning to national service. Yes. Um, I think I mentioned at the start. You're like a French Foreign Legion, right? Huh? Well, yeah, but yeah. that was... No, this is different. I mean, French this is different. This different. Is, yeah. No, but this yeah. is national service. Kind of like the National Guard in the United States or something. Well, it's... Yeah. Similar. Uh, but I think it's more like... I think there's 21 or 22 other countries that do this as well. Basically... Well, Switzerland's one of them. Everyone. Basically... Uh, Israel. 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 Yep. Um, basically, when you get out of... Basically, when you get out of college, or get out, get out of high school, um, eighteen, you uh, you don't go to college. You go right into the military. Yep. And um, the the French prime minister, whatever he is, um, feels that this will build uh, nationalism and camaraderie and give give the young folks something to share in common and this that and everything else. Um, I am going to take heed for this, but I don't see why that's a bad idea. I think the U.S. should look into something like that. Why, why not? not? Why, not? why I not? I think, I think, uh, and I know right now, at least one or two of our listeners are freaking out, but not the draft. But when you you get out of high school, you don't go down to the post office and register with select service. You go down to one of four recruiters and decide which branch of service you want to serve in for the next two to four years. I think that's And there should be benefits from that. There should be there should be benefits that revolve around money towards college. There should be benefits that revolve around health benefits after the fact. Um, and I think it should go beyond that. I think, I think we should. I think national service should bring you benefits that transcend your time in there. I think if you spend ten years, yeah, that was probably not the best. <laughs> that probably was not the best combination for you to make. That you get, you know, you spend ten years in, you get. So much of a percentage of your health care taken care of, you get so much of a, man, you're just, that's not going to turn out, that's not going to turn out well, what you just did. Um, you, you get, you know, so much of a pension, and why wouldn't, why wouldn't, why can't we do this? I, uh, why can't we do this? Uh, I, I agree with you, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I think what we should also have are uh, transgender units. No, seriously, like whole units made up of transgender people who want to join the military. Um, you don't have an army unit, a marine unit, you know, whether it be, you know, the Navy shit full. <laughs> Why not? Well, that way they can... Target practice, what are you talking about? No, no. That way they can serve, you know. I just don't think they should be mixed in with the normal troops. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please send in the subject line, put this is for Jeff when you send the email. Oh, they are normal, Jeff. They just are confused about, you know. You know, actually, and I'm there a man in a woman's body, a woman in a man's body. I'm joking all about that. I, I really am joking. I'm doing this with a smiley face, but I'm not trying to say that. Um, I do have a theory of how this happens, so. And I don't know if you and I have discussed this before. Uh, yeah, the whole I I believe there's a possibility, strong possibility of reincarnation. Okay, and we come uh, back. Okay, right. and uh, I always thought that you know uh, 
someone we both know very well uh, recently had a uh, uh, a reading with your wife, and they did a past life. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that this person we both know was an Irish man at one time. Uh, he used to like to fight. Fuck, true story. And uh, this is why this particular person keeps having dreams of being a man, fucking all the time. Because mm-hmm. uh, in a former life, it's a were. Were a man. And I always thought, you know, if this is true that we have these past lives, that sometimes some kind of resident memories left over, and we get stuck in the opposite sex that we were that we were before. And this leads to confusion. I have a penis, but I remember having a pussy, you know. Yeah. And then that turns and I'm going to cut my penis off, you know. And then that's how that shit starts. And I'm going to have breasts put in, you know. So that's my theory. Interesting. Yeah. Could be a possibility. Could be. Come here, back to, back to, you know, <laughs> something relevant. Anyways, uh, so yeah, relevant. we were just talking about transgender I get it. You, when you want to serve the military, ship. and that's not going to happen. But I will when say, they can serve, why can't they serve? I didn't say they couldn't serve. All right, I don't want them serving with. <laughs> you want to get, didn't you? Uh, this is why. All right, this you is know, why you can't it. say. It this is why you can't say you're getting the army. You know, I. This is let's talk about. You can't say you're getting the army. This this is why we say it's so let's talk about. This is why they can't serve with normal people. I'm sorry. Alright? You're born a man, that's fucking normal. You're born a woman, that's fucking normal, alright? That's how you were. That, that's normal shit, dude. That's how it works, okay? And then somewhere along the lines, fucking wires got crossed, you know, <laughs> whatever chromosome went this way, one went that way. Okay, cool, I get that. But they can still serve. I just think they should have their own units. They shouldn't be with, you know. Normal men and normal women. They should be in their own unit. They don't like to have their own fucking bathroom. Good. That's good. They want their own fucking bathroom. They have their own fucking unit. Right? Again, in the subject line, <laughs> but this is for Jeff. You don't agree with this. It's all right to have I, their own fucking bathroom, but they can't have their own fucking military unit. What's the fucking difference? Well, they don't have their own bathroom. They use whatever bathroom they want. No, there are schools. There's two, there's two bathrooms. There's, they use whatever no, bathroom they want. There are schools now that have transgender bathrooms. Did you know that? In many states, not just a few. In California, they're all over the fucking place. New York's getting them now, too. There's transgender. So if you're, you're oh, one day I'm a man, next day I'm a woman. Today I'm not sure, so I'm going transgender. So they had their own goddamn bathrooms now. It's again their own goddamn bathrooms, again their own goddamn military units. Look, think of it. How sweet it'd be. Your whole F 18 squadron of transgender people flying jets, dropping bombs, but they're all transgender. They got each other's wings. That's my wingman. Transgender, just like me. I'm confident because my wingman's transgender. See, you see, understand the, the mentality here, the, the, the benefit, the confidence level they would have knowing that they're serving with people just like them. Okay, so. You're not following this, are you? I, I'm following what you're saying, but if, 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 if their goal if their intent is to serve because they want to serve their country, then it shouldn't matter. If their goal is to make a political statement, then absolutely right. But if their goal is to make a political statement, they shouldn't be doing it through the military. No, so I'm not saying they, about making a political I, statement. I, You're missing this. I'm not missing this. There has to be uniformity. There has to be Are they allowed? Put this way, are they allowed to join now? I don't even know if they are. I have no clue. I don't know. I would, we I would research think with this. this recent court ruling, kind of tough to say, just, you say they can't discriminate against them for, for any other kind of work, 
I don't know. I don't know if that was well, said or not. You know, first they let the Mexicans in. Then they let the blacks in. There we go. <laughs> they there let, we go. Then they let the gays in. Now they're letting in the transgenders. If they want to serve, they want to serve the Folks, country, I am being they completely can. facetious right now. I was going to understand. I am, they, I'm they over here serve. laughing my ass off, he joking is. around. He is. I don't want anybody pissed off. He's getting all um, fired up. But. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... I'm an asshole. Yeah, asshole, so pretty much, yeah. So it keeps it keeps it fresh. Keeps it fresh. <clears throat> so um well, overall, national service. I got no problem with national service. But are you comfortable with them joining? Look, I'm being serious now, don't joke around. I have a problem with them being out in the battlefield carrying a gun when they're not sure of certain things. You see what I'm saying? I to me that And I will and I and I will say to you, I think they're already out in the battlefield carrying a gun. Well, more than likely, yes. But at least I don't know about it. You know, I can live in ignorance. Here it's different. You know, they got uh, they got their own fucking uniform. You know, and it's, some of it's pink, some of it's black and green. You know, it's all I know. I'm standing like a fucking they're, sore fucking. They're already out, out there. You know, they're already out in the field with the. They got their fucking flags, the United States flag, right underneath it. There's fucking gay pride one next to it. I don't fucking know. They're, they're already out there. I I don't feel need Shit, to. Shit, probably a whole fucking military unit. It's fucking gay pride fucking things up and down the pole. For Same way with homosexuals. How. There's been homosexuals in the military since the start of the military. We've just chosen Remember, to... Remember, don't, don't, don't ask, don't tell? Well, that was Bill Clinton's idea. That worked out pretty yeah. well. That was, yeah. that was fine. Yeah, no, that really didn't work out very well. No, it did Shh, don't say that. No. <laughs> but, um... Overall, regardless whether you're male or female, trapped in one body or the other... National service. I think this is something that we should look at. This would be uh, a positive thing. Here's an idea to get off all that. Um, and really, folks, I was joking around about uh, just making conversation. Uh, national service, great idea. What we could do, uh, a lot of these kids are, you know, in their safe space today and all that. Legit. And this is a fact. Come on, you know how they are. They're not, not like kids were when we were kids. And to put it mildly, they're pussies, okay? and that's just the way it is, they're pussies. So the pussies don't want to be in any situation where they may actually have to uh, fight, okay? So my idea is this, you won't have to fight, but you can protect the border. And by protecting the border, maybe we don't need to build a wall. We get all these kids, you know, these 18, 19 year olds, stick them down on the border, you know, and then you have your own natural border of recruits. That their job is to protect that border from illegal immigration. I mean, I think it's a good idea. It's yeah, good for some reason. One way, one way to use them. That would be. I've I have actually said on many shows in the past, uh, not this show, but uh, Let's Talk Goes, that we should use the National Guard for this purpose and the State Guards. I don't understand why we're not. Does it make any sense to me why we're not doing this? You know, they, you're, they're going, they're out in the field doing maneuvers all the time every other weekend. Fuck it anyway. Stick them on the motherfucking border for Christ's sakes. Give them a useful purpose. It's like a duh, duh, to me not to do it. Just an idea. I'm gonna write Trump. I'm writing Trump. That's it. That's what I'm doing. I've written the presidents before. I'm gonna write Trump. No, I'm not being inclined to say. I think, I think national service would be be a good road to citizenship. So you hop so over get, the fence. No, well, here we go. So join. The National Service to protect 
the border from people hopping well, to obviously, become a citizen. Obviously, you would, I think you there's a problem here with the math. Folks. No, there is a problem with <laughs> math. So, we have refugees coming into the country. Where, where the fuck are refugees coming from? I thought we had all those refugees coming into the country. The fuck refugees. They're looking. Hell, has been fucking open for years. What the fuck are you talking about? It's been open since like fucking fifties or something. It's been closed. No one coming in. No one fucking boats coming over fucking immigrants. You fuck those Irish potato men coming in or something? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You, when's the last time you saw Syrian refugees? They're not here. They're coming on planes. Though. They'll come on a fucking boat. I didn't see boat. I didn't see coming into the country. So. We get these refugees that want to be here. I say I'm good with that. But before they get anything, they're conscripted into military service for at least four years. I don't know about that because they're going to have weapons in their hand. They could be jihadists. And the next thing you know, they'll turn around blowing everybody up in the fucking bunker. I'm not cool with that. Um, I, uh, I don't want them here. I'm like I'm the type that uh, stick up the fucking borders, close the borders, you know, put machine gun towers on the fucking beaches, you know. That's uh, that's where I'm at. Cubans come over in a fucking boat, blow up the fucking boat. You don't just carry it. They'd be carrying fucking anthrax or some shit in the fucking boat. You know, you gotta get serious about this shit. You be tiptoeing around it. You know, look at the fucking aliens. What the fuck? The border's wide open. We well, gotta we gotta set up shit. But Jeff. If, if these refugees, landmines, landmines if these refugees the are trusted enough to be turned loose on American soil, no, we're not going to turn them loose. That's the whole I'm point. just saying, right? But we, but we are. No, no, we're not going to. Well, I, I guarantee you, once the Democrats get back in office, <laughs> we're going to. Then why can't they be trusted in the military? They why can't you. why can't these young men of of military age? They want to be American? They want to be in America? They can fight for our country. They don't want to be American. They just want to leave Syria because they didn't want to fuck the fight to begin with. They're buzzies. They're going to fight for their own country. Why the fuck are they going to fight for you? And you're then Christian. they go back. If they, if they don't want to do military service, they go back. In white Christian America. They what don't do want to do military service, they go back. Yeah. they don't want to do military service, they go back. No. They will just get over that step. Don't want them in to begin with. It's really easy. No. But we're going to be forced. You're we're going to no. no, because they're going to want to let them in. No, 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 no. And I'm saying, if we're letting them in, that's, that's the way they get in. That is the path to citizenship. National service. National Some say that would be a case of slavery in a way. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be a case of slavery. Yeah, well, you know, you could almost look at it that way. No, we're going to pay them. We're not going to. We're not going to make them. But is it be in the military for free? But is it a democratic? Conception of a living wage that we're going to pay them. Is it a living wage that they can survive with their five kids, two wives, and shit? American soldiers are doing it all the time. What happens if they're 99? American soldiers does it all the time. I believe. I believe this is. I believe this is covered under the Second Amendment. Well-regulated militia, in order to ensure a free state. That sounds like. You need to be conscripted for two to four years, at least, in the military. Right? Isn't that isn't that how it's read by almost all the other left side? Is that the the yeah. Second Amendment only applies to those that are in the military? So why not? Why not do this? Other nations do it. And it's not a big deal. The Romans did it. 
go too far back in history. No, but you know. Currently, there's other nations that do it. But we saw what happened to the Roman Empire. That's what I'm saying, there's a lot of similarities here. You know, people were trying, dying to get into the Roman Empire. One of the ways they did that, they joined the Roman uh, uh, legions. Okay. So then you had legions that would turn against Rome in the dying days of the Roman Empire. Well, uh, because they were made up of all let, let, let's, let's be realistic. And this could, this could same happen. You get a fucking whole the, fucking army of Muslims in the United States Army. It may have been the dying the days of Rome. It may have been the dying days you know, of Rome. They get sitting in the fucking, you're sitting in nuclear missile silos with two keys that set off nuclear weapons. It is the Roman leadership that was corrupt oh, and, and decayed. Oh, oh, and our leadership in the Senate and the Congress aren't? Are you, what, what, I, I don't, they don't think so. They're not. They're not. <laughs> we are the new Roman Empire, son. We are. I'm just saying. We're, we're in the Book of Revelations. I am trying to be <laughs> hands across the aisle as possible. Your hands across America. Remember that bullshit? You want to? Like, you want to run the same refugees? I'm going to They do conscription military service. That's what we need. We need hands across America. Remember that when they did that? Oh, yeah. Or do you remember that? I was a kid. I was 14. Yeah. I was even there. I was probably 12. And everyone we got, my neighbors did, I remember they had his hands across America, my old man's like, I'm a fucking idiot, left one of that jobs. I remember my old man saying that, he was right. Yeah. You know, what piss-ass stupid idea that was. I am willing to compromise with the left. I am willing to compromise with the left. They want to bring the refugees, I want to conscript them into military service. You're good with my idea, I'll be good with your idea, we'll see where it lands. I want to put them on the border. No, not put them on the border. I want to put, look, put them in the military, but put them on the border. Protect the border. I'm okay with this. Let's put them in the military. I get that, but put them on the border. Protect the border. You know, that's that's all I'm saying. They can serve the country. Put them on the border to protect our border. You know, look, China. It's fine. China has like you know two million people on their fucking border. Why don't we do that? We don't do stuff like that. Oh, it's Canada. They can't do any of this. But I don't give a fuck who it is. No, there was the Mexicans. We're going to put them on the Canadian the border. The Mexicans are still pissed. We're going to put them on the Canadian border. <laughs> we took Texas from the Mexicans. They're still pissed off about that. You don't think they want fucking Texas back at some point? The Russians gave us Alaska. You don't think the Russians want Alaska back now? The fucking Indian giving motherfuckers? You know, my, look, Russia has built this gigantic fucking military base at the North Pole and the South Pole. It's gigantic military bases, right? What are we doing? Nothing. We ain't doing fucking shit. The Russians are all over the fucking place and proving they can do it, by the way. And we're doing nothing. Not good right now. Oh, look at a new Satan 2 missile. Satan 2? Yeah, it's called the Satan 2 missile. Is that from Russia? You, you haven't watched the news? You know what the fuck's going on? Putin was up in front of the General Assembly last week. All the new weapon systems they came out with. They got underwater drones on a carrying nuclear oh, fucking weapons on them. Yeah. With a Satan missile, this is a real deal. This Satan is another... missile travels underwater. No, 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 no. It doesn't no. surface till it gets near its target. No, 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 no. Oh. There's underwater drones that are nuclear tip too. That's a different story. But the Satan 2 missile is a uh, intercontinental ballistic missile that has, it can reach any target on the face of the planet. It's that kind of range. One missile, okay? Inside of it, it's supersonic speed. So it's not like the normal speed, okay? It, you know, it doesn't take three minutes to get here. It takes a minute and 50 seconds to get here, sorry. Okay. Not only that, each missile carries 10 different warheads. And um, the warheads all move at a particular speed, so they can't be intercepted. And there's decoy systems on each of the warheads on top of it that shoot off of the actual warhead itself. One Satan II missile can destroy the entire state of Texas. One. Just one. It'd be complete wasteland. That's how powerful these fucking missiles are. It's unbelievable. What are we doing? 
what is the United States doing? That's what I want to know. We spend more money on black projects than all the other militaries in the world combined on their entire military budget. You take everybody's military budget in the world, not making this up, except for Russia. You can include China, by the way. Take them all, put them together, the entire military budgets. And just in black budget projects alone, we spend more money in those projects than all the other militaries combined for the entire military budget. The shit we must have that we don't know about has got to be crazy. So, you know, this, you know, the Pentagon did respond to, you know, Putin's like, we have unstoppable weapons and blah, 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 whatever he said. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the Pentagon's like, yeah, we're not worried about it. Yeah, whatever. It's because they know the shit we have is decades, decades above what the Russians have right How do we get out so, of this for so what are you man? worried about? <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm just, I don't know, we're just talking. I am just Putin's talking shit on top of it. Well, no, it, I mean, he's being legit. He's got some good weapon systems. But what I'm saying, though, is maybe he doesn't realize the extent of money that we're spending on our, you know, our secret projects or, you know, special access projects, as they call them. You know, we got some amazing shit. We really do. You know, a lot of UFOs sightings today, more than likely, are U.S. military aircraft. They're so secret, uh, they're that advanced. You know, may not really be alien. This may be that we have stuff that's just very, very advanced at this point. But we got pulse weapons now. We have laser weapons now. We have laser weapons that are mounted on warships, destroyers. We have pulse weapons that are now, you know, mounted on destroyers. You know, these are real weapon and system platforms that work. Cool. You know, it's pretty cool. But business opportunities with diversity <laughs> broadcasting network. <laughs> so, so at this time, I'm going to turn everything over to Renee and her friends at uh, Biz Expose, and we'll hear what they have to say. We'll be back in a few. Hi, my name is Vin Gleason. I'm the director of marketing for Biz Exposure. And my name is Renee, and I'm the CEO of Diversity Broadcasting Network. We have partnered up with Biz Exposure to help lift your business off the ground. With over 31.8 million views to date, you can get your ad seen instantly. Our digital signage technology can drastically change and improve the way your company interacts and communicates with your customers. This allows you to deliver a personalized and instantly updatable message when and where is most effective for you, all the while reducing your costs and increasing your revenue. Join the ranks of many other growing businesses. Building a synergy between our advertisers, our hosts, and our team of representatives and resellers is our biggest priority. Contact me at vin at bizexposure.com or call me personally, 315-209-5044. Partner with us. Our partnership with local business owners like you is the foundation of our business model. We extend opportunities and power local businesses. And we're back. Oh, and my I, gosh. And I, I like to see Putin top that, that for sure. <laughs> That's a top secret shit right <laughs> there, brother. Well, not no more because it's out there. We don't want it to be top secret. <laughs> we want you getting involved with Diversity Broadcast Network, Renee, and her business partners, and get your business seen. That's right. That's what we want. Diversified. That's what it's about. That's what the market's about. That's right. The whole world's diversified. It you is. know, it's a joking we did tonight about you know, yeah. transgenders and all the other stuff. You know, The world really is a... A diversified, um, so it's a big melting pot, man. You know, 
Some of them don't know what they are. Yeah, I, Male, I, female, don't know. It. They're just it. I often wonder in a hundred years from now, what color skin the majority of the human race will have. You know, what would be the pigment color? Because we're such a melting pot and there's so many genetic mixing now and, you know, and over generations. And it's just kind of fascinating to think about where we'll be, you know, in that, uh, that kind of, that sense. You know, uh, I think that the skin colors have to be a tad bit darker uh, just because of the large Asian population. Um, I think it's going to have more of a, a slight tint to it. My personal belief, I think, yeah. So, I think the white man, as we know it, is really the dying breed of all of them. You know, the Indian too. I think the Indian and the white man are really the ones that are going to be the um, less common. You know, uh, in the hundred years. Like how big? How big is the Russian population? Not very large. It's a hundred. What we're three hundred twenty million. They're like hundred eighty million. So there's almost a half billion. Our population isn't as diverse as we like to think it is. Like, what are, what do you think the percentage of African Americans are in, your, in 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 the United States? Ten uh, percent. So you do have an idea what it is. Yeah. So, ten so, percent. But that's growing. That percentage is growing. Well, I get that, but it's. But you would think you would think that it's much more. But, but the Asian population is the one that's really exploding, and I think that's the point where it's going. Is I think we'll have more of that type of a tint color in the long run, hundred years from now. Maybe two hundred. Maybe hundred years is really too short of a time frame. But. Oh, I think I think other people think that too. If you if you look at how they do some of the the. Some of the, the science fiction shows where they see things in the future, Asian Asian language plays into a common language that they use. And it would be nice if they could get like that Blade Runner, which is a combination of languages and Asians part of it. Right, but uh, it would be nice if the Asians could get their shit together and have one language. I mean, in China alone, there's over 500 dialects, 500 different versions of Chinese. A lot of people don't realize that. Well, you go to one part of China. You don't understand what they're saying because the dialect is completely different from the other part of China. I mean, I'm joking. This isn't a fact. No, I know you're not joking. Um, and the same thing, you know, uh, in Korea, there's different dialects. Um, Japanese are Japanese, but Korea, there's different dialects. China's, you know, over 500 different dialects. Um, you know, and, you know, Thailand, there's different dialect. Um, there has to be some kind of consensus, you know. All right, this is going to be our national, especially in China. You know, someone's, you know, the Communist Party, somebody's going, okay, this is what I'm going to teach in school today. It's going to be this dialect going forward. That's the way it's going to be. Huh. You know. English should be the national language. Where? Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Make it simple. <laughs> I'm okay with it because I understand it. Well, yeah. Well, for as much as we can, we understand it. But hey, yeah, hey, find a sign language. ASL. Uh, See, I understand that. You do. I don't know if that'd be a good one. Yeah, it's easy. You're like fun with an ASL. Well, I think that kind of. I think it's easier than learning a new language. Yeah. Well, ASL is his own language, but I just think it's easier than a Google. You know, it's all hand signs. Let's see more hands. Well, unless you have more hands, hands problem. Problem. now you're just running into people with hands. Yeah, shit can't have that. Fuck. 
and the ones with Parkinson, they'd be stuttering all well, the time. Well, what about the people who can't speak? Are we, you know, if we have a national language and they can't speak, are we discriminating against them? I don't understand. There's no way it's going. It's all fucked up. The ones with Parkinson's would be stuttering all the time. <laughs> well, what do we do with the Michael J. Foxes in the world? Do you do that? Do you do that to, to Heather? What? Get her mittens if she takes the hit. Like Christmas time, they get her gloves and get her mittens. <laughs> oh, God, no. That's a funny idea. No. No. Oh, God, no. No. I have brand mittens. It's cold out. It's real July, John. Happy birthday. Birthday. Oh, Heather, we love you. We love you. We're still not putting closed captioning in the show, but we love you. <laughs> so, uh, this has uh, actually been an interesting show. We've jumped all over the map. We jumped all over the map. do, but Mothman, and we've kept it. Talked about Russia and China and North Korea and Shenzhenders and refugees in, in the military. And, military. Shit. We're gonna talk, you know, afterlife. We talked about it. We talked about it all. Yeah. No, that's, that's what we do. We show. do. We do this on a regular basis. We talk about it all. Do anything else? Well, I am going on vacation soon. I think you're aware. Oh well, I am now. Well, yeah, the first week of April. I'm gonna, remember I told you it's going to. Well, I thought you, I thought they changed. I thought, no. Going out to the Sasquatch Island and. No. Oh. No, I. No, man. I bought two four wheelers. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sasquatch Island's out, brother. Yeah. That money's spent. Uh, right. We're supposed to go up to that cemetery place. Cemetery. We are. We are going to do cemetery. that at some point. Last time we we're talking about. No. Uh, I. Uh, I thought I told you that uh, I rented the cabin for the family up at Majestic Trails the first week of April. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking family with two four-wheelers and it's a it's an ATV privately owned okay. you know, it's like 2,000 square miles of nice. 60 miles of trails so I'm taking them there it's about two and a half hours from here to Rue, New York um, and around Rue actually not that far 20 miles outside is a lot of Sasquatch sighting so well I've been there before about 10 years ago it was a great time and I rented the biggest baddest cabin they had it's got nice. heat, air conditioning uh, two full bedrooms full bath uh, satellite TV, all that neat shit, TV, nice. all that crap, yeah, so uh, that's what we're doing, and that's our vacation, so the first week of April, you're going to be on your own, your own show. Yeah, I mean, we'll have, we have some guests, just commentators, yeah. not with me. Yeah, so. <laughs> the line's going to show you. Sure. Yeah, we can, I'm going to go do the line. <laughs> do the abortion show in the line. No, that won't go over well. Uh, I'd probably lose that battle. I will save that for another another day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's been, again, I just, I just can't help but think that there's a bigger picture that we're missing just with all these distractions and yeah, it's stupidity, right? stupidity going on. That's what the big picture is, the aliens. Yeah. That's I, 
mean, there's still a little bit of the whole Florida shooting kicking around. But, and again, I, I get They just, no one's even looked at any other aspect of it. The sheriff, the FBI screw-ups, the social services screw-ups. Yeah. It's like a chain of events, chain of failures. Oh, yeah. But no one wants that. Sweet Van Lee can It was the gun's fault. It's guns, the gun choked into his hands. It was the gun's fault. You know, if guns kill people, then, you know, why don't we just send the guns to war and leave the people at home? You know what I'm saying? Ozzy Osbourne said that. I thought that was fascinating and a great way to look at it. If guns kill people, then send all the guns to war. Yes. Leave the people at home. The, yeah. <laughs> the Henry Kissinger of rock and roll. Ozzy Osbourne. It perfect sense to me, though, the way he put it. I mean, I can't come up with it better than that. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Wow. Let's just make Keith Richards goddamn Secretary of State. <laughs> Sure, he's got some pearls of wisdom in there. <laughs> Good God. Again, celebrities and sports figures should not be allowed to dictate policy. Hey, you got Trump in the office. He's a celebrity. It's the president of the United States, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, someone still needs to explain that one to me. <laughs> I, I still want to know what that was all about. How I, I just don't get how... Two political parties, the New World Order, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Bushes, the, Bushes, the Clintons, couldn't stop them. Nope. Seriously, could amazing. Which is just why I'm saying there's a bigger picture we're missing. The man's not stupid. And every day seems to be more about distractions than... Substance. True. Oh my gosh, there's something I forgot. So, uh, I found out from a source that there is a uh, old roundhouse. What? Uh, train roundhouse. Oh, roundhouse. Okay. From uh, way back when, uh, not that far, right from here. Uh, it's right over off of uh, uh, Conklin, uh, right, like literally five miles down the road. And I found out on Google Map, I know how to get there by foot. I have my metal trusty detector right there. As soon as the nice. snow melts, uh, I am going to this location. The structure you can still see. Where is it? Is that private property? Um, I have no idea if it's private property or not, but I'm going. <coughs> and uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, if it's private property, it's still by owned by a railroad. Tracks don't go very close to it, so it's all you know, with Canadian Pacific or whatever. Well, uh, you know what? It's it's good to know where the roundhouses are, especially especially if you're being chased. You know why? Because no one can corner me in there. That's right. Fuck around. Uh, but the uh, turntable, you can still Poker. I don't even the know her. <laughs> you know, but this will be a great place to explore. Cool. I'll take some photographs. Uh, metal detector, maybe I'll find some older coins or, you know, rare roll stuff. Which would be kind of neat. There you go. So you understand, though. <coughs> Anything you find, you got to turn over to, you know, the railroad company. Yeah, I know that. Okay. We're talking about you know, talking about Citizen. <laughs> yeah. As he's looking at all, these, all the railroad stuff I What's have that? in my bar. That's and a big corn. Jeff, where'd you find that? 
Uh, we, we don't do anything illegal here. Ever. 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 Uh, so much time is left. Oh my god, ten more minutes. Ten minutes? Well, that's not quite uh, that much. So I gotta put some music in there, we gotta put the ads in there. Oh yeah, that's right. So it takes up time, so. Uh, well, um, I guess I'll have the final words. Um, that's silence. Yeah, that's silence. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing here. I don't know what my final words are except quit screwing with the system. Yeah. And if you're the moth man, show yourself again. Yeah. Uh, um, come see Anvil. Uh, Anvil wants to meet you. Moth preferably man. Preferably in, in Hollywood. Please see Anvil. Don't bother me. See Anvil. If you can show up in Hollywood or California, maybe you can foretell the fault line actually dropping them into the ocean. That'd be a work. Oh, uh, Jerry Brown, Governor Jerry Brown. Um, banned all something. Huh. Oh, man. Oh, no. Made it. I don't know. Did something. Just to the California's <laughs> radius. Either he banned all, banned all assault weapons in California or he... I think made it illegal for teachers to have guns. No, he banned all assault Did he do that? Is that what he did? I think that's what it is. I think that's, I don't know. Then they did some with the teachers and whatever. Drop into the ocean, would you please? <laughs> Japan, it's ripe for the taking. You know what state has the lowest uh, standard of living? It's California, by the way. Imagine that. The, the socialist, you know, the socialist... Utopia, this beautiful place is supposed to be, has the lowest standard of living for Americans. This kind of the state of California, it has the highest debt ratio, it has the lowest income ratio, it has the highest poverty level. It is a nasty, nasty place to live. Yeah, nasty. Unless you got money. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, the disparity is huge. Uh, but the standard of living is the lowest is in all fifty states. Even over, over, even over West Virginia. No shit, folks. California. It's not California's fault. When a third of your population is illegal immigrants. Am I wrong? No, you're not. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Illegal immigrants make up a third of your population or more. Don't contribute to the tax roll. Don't contribute to anything else, but they do. And don't get me wrong, I'm not necessarily bashing them because they do the jobs that, you know, well, white white folk don't want to do. That's fine. Harvest your vegetables, work your fields, whatever. Build your houses, watch your kids. I get it. But they don't contribute to the tax roll. They take from the social services. And it has it has consequences. You know, California's got the uh, largest population in all of these states. Florida's number two. Uh, if I remember correctly, New York State's number three, and Texas is actually number four now. You know what? New York was number five. Yeah. We're usually right behind California. No, Florida's, Florida's number two now. For population, talk about the size of the state, how many people live in the state. Uh, California's number one. That's because we haven't gotten to all the schools yet. What's that? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Put the chip bang! That's because we haven't got to all the schools yet. But, uh, too soon? Uh, too soon. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, white kids. Didn't upset you. 
So quit screwing with the system. Leave our crosses alone. If you're if you're an atheist, just be happy with the fact that you don't believe in God. Don't force your views on the rest of us. We're not forcing them on you. Believe in Jesus. Believe in Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is a hell of a guy. You know. Church of Satan. Go go harass them. Go harass the church of, church of Satan for a while, would you please? Leave the cross alone. Tear down the goat head statues. That are up places and people leave because to bother the goat statue goes against religious freedom, but God forbid to be a cross up anywhere. Alright, so till next week we here at Let's Talk It All and Diversity Broadcasting Network www.diversitybroadcastingnetwork.com say good night and good news.